Let's see, it's not October, so we can't we can't do horror. Uh, <laughs> although we did do Halloween last week, so maybe we do favorite favorite horror. What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough. Because yeah, I gotta think I'm about it myself. Horror, I'm not a huge horror fan in the first place, but like, well, what's your favorite genre? My favorite genre is probably sci-fi. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So, favorite sci-fi movie. But I mean, you could lump sci-fi and horror together, and yeah. I could say Alien. Yeah. Because yeah. I really like that movie, and that's kind of both. Yep. I agree with you. I love. I love really Scott alien um and it is it is a horror movie it's like a like a slow suspenseful horror mm-hmm. um horror sci-fi and he kind of defined that whole genre like yeah every grim dark horror sci-fi that came after alien like they yeah. have they have to admit that they were influenced by alien yeah no yeah no no lie there yeah um but i mean it's it's like always it's always a runner up or not a runner-up, but like there's always two that I really, really like, and I can't ever decide, and that's like Alien and Jurassic Park. The original. Yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park. yeah. Like I don't know why that sounds so weird. But <laughs> like, well, I was I was big into dinosaurs when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. like Jurassic Park was my mo- movie. I saw, I've seen it probably like hundred times or more. Yeah, <laughs> no lie. And uh, it's kind of a horror movie-ish, like like slight. You know, especially when you're like 10 years old and you're watching the kids in the in the, the, the book, the book. Well, it's suspenseful. Yeah. And the book was suspenseful. Yeah. The book is good. Yeah. I, I don't know what my favorite is. I, I really have a hard time picking a favorite, but I love sci-fi genre. That is my favorite genre for sure. Um, I just looked up a list and cheating a little bit. Um, That's okay. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Moon? Uh, no, I don't think it's, so. It's a really good movie. That's kind of a, that's an obscure one. Um, it's funny thing is it has a gaming related connection because uh, the director of Moon, who I'm trying my best to remember his name before I get to the end of this sentence, and I was not successful. Let me find out what his <laughs> name is. <laughs> hey, I'm horrible with directors. I can't even know. I don't even know actors' names. Like I'll just refer to them as their characters in the well, movie. <laughs> he's like David Bowie's son, Duncan Jones. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Duncan Jones. His his name. I think his name is really Zoe Bowie, um, but he changed. <laughs> he goes by Duncan Jones. He also did the Warcraft movie. So okay, he's kind of okay. most famous for doing. Uh, Moon, and then he did uh, the movie Source Code. Have you ever seen the movie Source Code? Oh, yeah, yep, yep. The, yep. the guy's like on the train, and it, he keeps having to relive the same moment over and over yep, again. Yep. Um, so both of those movies were these kind of like small cast, small set. Moon is like like one guy in one room. Like it's like a such a small set, small cast. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and uh and then they and then they said oh this guy should make the warcraft movie which is like <laughs> about like an entire <laughs> like <laughs> nations of people large sets like large epic story you know like oh man that's um, funny <laughs> so he was really out of his element to do to do the warcraft movie but i i really like moon a lot it's a really good movie and source code is good but it's not as good as moon and okay. I'll uh check out i'll have to check out moon because I, I don't think i've ever seen that one he was like a big Warcraft fan too. So like, I think everybody was like really hopeful that he was going to do a really good job because he was yeah. like such a fan. But yeah. as we all know, 
It's kind of a flop, that movie. Yeah, usually that goes well, <laughs> but not in that case. <laughs> I think it's underrated, though. I think the Warcraft movie is better so? than people give it credit for. Yeah. Well, I've, I personally can't say. I've never seen it, but I'm just oh. judging by what the critics say. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, oh, no, it's, it's certainly, certainly not a great movie. Um, but it, I, I think people act like it's horrible. There's definitely, as far as video game movies go, it's actually pretty good because there's some oh, really, yeah. really bad video games. There movies. are, <laughs> there are some really bad ones. <laughs> crowbar kernel panic episode 23 um we are we're not live streaming uh, we're trying something new this week uh, we're going to try to do a youtube premiere um you can send us an email at crowbar kernel panic at pm.me and you can join us on discord we hang out at the linux mint discord in the linux gaming section this week is all about steam deck Everything you ever wanted to know about the Steam Deck, um, <laughs> every every Everything question you, you had, wanted to know and didn't want to know. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, no, I don't know that I'll really have like all that much information that I can I can like put out there that hasn't already been said in like a bunch of other videos. But yeah, well, originally this video was supposed to happen like what two yeah. weeks ago now, or a week and a half ago, and just yeah. things just didn't work out. <laughs> I ended up getting sick from Thursday to Tuesday. It's like the longest I've been sick post getting, I got COVID during COVID, but like post yeah. other than COVID, that's the longest I've ever been sick. And I feel like it's the first time I've gotten sick. Like I got a sinus infection like during the lockdowns. But other than that, I think that I didn't get any viral infections. It's like a first virus right. I've gotten since COVID started. And I think it's because everybody's crazy. Everybody was wearing masks, you know, although everybody's, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like free of their masks now. No one, no. It, it's so weird. It's like as fast as it all came on, it all disappeared. Yep. At least around here, I don't know how it is in other states. No, that's, but that's exactly how it is up here. I mean, it's just like, yeah. What's that? COVID? Huh? Yeah, in South Carolina, everybody has forgotten about COVID. It does yep. not exist anymore. You'll see, you'll see like a mask here, mask there, around here, but generally yeah. nothing. Yeah, I saw a couple with one today at the car wash, and they were outside. And so it was like doubly kind of odd because even during COVID, most people didn't wear them outside, you know? Right. Um, but yeah. That's They're the, the real paranoid ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for all we know, they have the flu or something and they're trying to, they're just trying to keep us from getting what they got, which is kind of, so. I think that's the takeaway. I think if anything, if, if anything comes from this, just if you're sick and you're in public, just wear a mask. I think yep. we just need to adopt that as like a social norm yep. um, because... I think I think the reason I, I have I seriously have not gotten a virus until until recently, and it's probably because people quit wearing masks. Yeah, <laughs> they gave me a virus again. It could be definitely. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so this this is uh this is kind of late coming. I've had this thing now for almost a month, I guess, um, at least two weeks. And uh, to be honest with you, I haven't like I, I guess we should do the Steam Deck stuff maybe first, and then and then we can touch on the news. Um, yeah. during that or after, I don't know. We'll just let this flow however it goes. But, um, I really, so I got the Steam Deck. I was like, I was like anticipating it. I was super like just anxious waiting on it. I was ready to get it. And then it, it came in and I recorded some unboxing video. Um, 
and uh, I haven't actually posted that yet. So I was going to say, I didn't see it. I was yeah, like, man, I want to watch that. I kind of forgot about it to this moment. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it here in the, in the podcast. <laughs> um, but it, the, the packaging is kind of un, uh, you know, it's just in a box and then inside yeah, the box that, is yep. the, is the like bag that it comes in, which it comes with like a really nice bag, but that's basically how they ship it to you. They just put it in that bag. Um, and, uh, I opened it up, got logged in. You just like, it launches right up to steam. You, you log into like your steam account. And then I bought the most basic model, which we, we, we had all said I was going to have to use SD cards. I knew I was buying the smallest one, right? Yeah. but I guess I didn't really like picture how dramatic it is. Like literally the only thing I could play on the steam deck was the game that they made for the Steam Deck, <laughs> <laughs> which is called the the Aperture Desk Job? Um, that's like literally the only thing I could I could play Ain't on. No there. ESO on that baby. No, you're not getting ESO <laughs> on there. Not at all. <laughs> I want you to try. <laughs> See what happens. Thing just I, crashes. I installed it on the I installed it on the SD card. Um, right. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. That. That. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm the, talking after about the OS. Internal. So they do the whole thing where, like, after the they you, you it gets like 65 gigs or 64 gigs right, or whatever it yeah. is. But after the OS, you, you have like 25 gigs. Like I could literally only put like one or two games, and I would have to install something and then remove it to ins- to to play something else. I'd have oh, I'd have man, to remove it and install th- something those else. Those days, I hated those days. I remember those days. <laughs> um but this game, let's see, I'll try to open some of the games as we as we talk about them. Um desk job. This is this is designed basically to give you a tour of the um uh Oh, see I'm trying to launch it while I'm also still running Elder Scrolls in the background. We're gonna launch it anyway. Okay. So right let's now, try it. yeah, right now it's gonna run Aperture Desk Job and Elder Scrolls also in the background at the same time. So, Ooh. all right, <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a true test of the Steam Deck. Um, Steam Deck sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a game. It's set in the Aperture Science Center. So if you've played any of the Portal games, you recognize the setting. But essentially, you're an employee um, of this company, and you're like a test. You're like a tester, and you have a desk. And the desk is essentially like a a Steam Deck. It's it's um it has like all the buttons that you see on the steam deck and they light up as you're supposed to press them in order to test whatever it is that um, you're testing and your test subjects come to you like on this conveyor um, and you're testing toilets. So it's a game where you're basically testing toilets. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was going to make a joke and I forgot it. I was going to say that aperture, <sighs> the aperture desk job is, is essentially half-life three. I don't, I don't know if people realize that <laughs> half-life three has been released, uh, under the name, uh, <laughs> aperture desk job. Um, but no, it's, it's literally a game where you're testing toilets, but then, you know, then it starts getting wacky. The toilets have machine guns. Um, <laughs> they become sentient they're trying to kill you <laughs> yeah it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty funny but yeah that's the only thing i could play when i first got it because uh because i couldn't fit anything else on the sd card so i ordered a 256 gig sd card um I, i'm gonna order i'm gonna order some more i can't decide if i want to order like one really big one and just kind of treat that as like the master drive or if i kind of want to do like an sd card 
kind of have like a game system, like a Game Boy, where that's I can just put kinda, in the SD card I want. That's kind of awesome to think about. Like, I didn't yeah. think about that originally, and then when someone mentioned that, I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be so freaking cool. Just like, yeah. just like buy like a, like, you know, what, 100 gig, you know, SD card for each yeah. game, whatever, depending on, you know, depending on what um, some of the requirements are. Some games these days are what are over a hundred gigs. Like Baldur's Gate three is hundred and fifty gigs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I picked up the two fifty six, although all I have installed on here right now, so here's my my aperture desk came up, so they want me to hit these hit these buttons. So that's kind of the way that game works. Um the I have Elder Scrolls installed, which takes a which takes a lot of space, and I want to talk about it too because it falls into the category of a game that is um, that is that is not com- Steam Deck com- verified. Verified, yeah, yeah. not Steam yep. Deck verified. So, um, so anyway, I broke it down into a few categories. I have um, I have the like look and feel. Um, you know, sort of the physical stuff, how long the battery lasts, fan noise, that kind of thing. Um, and then I want to talk about the Steam Deck as a handheld gaming device, as well as the Steam Deck as a desktop device, if you were to use it as a desktop devi- a device. Right. Um, so look and feel. I like the way it, I like the way it feels. Um, it is kind of like I knew it was made of plastic from the reviews I saw, but it's it, it's it's kind of plastic feeling. Um, but it but it has weight to it, like it, it feels significant right. whenever you're holding it. Um, but just like the seams, like where the plastic meets together, um, I don't want to say it feels cheap. That seems extreme, but it doesn't feel as extravagant as I thought it would. But feels like a first try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's um, what I've gotten a lot of uh, from the, the vibe from people. Yeah, the all the buttons and stuff feel good. The touchpad, all that stuff feels right. feels solid. It's just like literally just sort of like the top casing meeting the bottom casing um, is like the only thing I don't like the way it feels. Now, what about the uh, the the bumpers R three or whatever it is? Those little bumpers with your. Um yeah, middle finger and all that. Are they? Do they feel okay? Are they like squishy? Are they? Yeah, it feels a little weird to reach the very top one. So the trigger is mm-hmm. good. It's got like a trigger mm-hmm. style and then like a shoulder style. The shoulder style is a little bit of a reach. Like if you look at my finger there, like I'm kind of doing like a yeah, I see that. a little bit of a yeah. stretch. But it's it's okay because those are like your your in most games those are the buttons that you want to rarely use. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to mistakenly use. Right. A flashbang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So those are now, that's kind of what those are used for. Are you a person that uses all four of your fingers on the triggers and the bumpers, or do you just use two fingers on all no, four of them? I hold it so just you like just this. Use two fingers on all four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's buttons right here too. They're hard to see. So far, yeah, th- those ones I I was asking about before with how like squishy they are. Like, are they like? Oh no, they feel. Can you tell they're click? They're you're clicking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're har- okay. they're harder to click than the others. You couldn't mis- well, you could, but I think it would be hard to mistakenly click them. But okay, so far, yeah. so far, I haven't had a game that's actually used that. Right. Yeah, that's going to come in time once mm-hmm. once more games are released specifically for it. The SD card slot is on the bottom there. So it's that little slot there on the very bottom. Right. Um, but yeah, so 
I don't know. Overall, I like it. It's not. It's not like the most significant feeling thing I've ever felt, but it also doesn't feel like flimsy. Um, the uh, the the battery life. I I haven't been doing these like eight hour sessions playing games on it right. or anything like that. I kind of use it like you know whenever we're watching some Disney movie with my kid on TV mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're zoning out, I'm zoning out <laughs> and then I, I pull it out and use it for maybe an hour, maybe not even an hour. So I'm not like getting like long, but from what I've seen, like from my experience, plus what I've seen other reviewers talk about, it seems like it has like, okay. Battery life. Like it's not the best ever. Um, but it's also not the worst ever. And none of these games, were like designed to right. be performed on a handheld gaming device, and so except for Aperture Desk Job, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might could play, you might could play sixteen hours of Aperture Desktop. I don't know, <laughs> um, but yeah, it just seems like average. Like I don't think it's above average, but I think people were kind of expecting it to be terrible, and it's certainly not bad. I think it's average, average battery life. Uh, yeah, the fan noise, fan is always kicked on for at least for okay. me. Uh, the the fan every time I play a game it, within moments the fan will kick in, um, and it's uh, it's not quiet it's not loud but it's not quiet it goes back to it's kind of like the battery thing like it's not the best ever it's not the worst ever um, there you have, have a way to adjust it right the fan curve. yeah so well there's a way to adjust like all the kind of power consumption settings right um, which I accidentally turned the thing off and turn it back on so. Um, you can adjust the the power settings for like if you want to have if you want to be playing for like a really long time, then mm-hmm. you can sacrifice some of the performance by right. there's like a little scale and you can you can move the scale. Mine has been set to whatever it was set on when they sent it to me. I haven't changed it. I'm right. What well, most people are probably going to do, they're probably just not even going to go in there and, and mess with it. They're probably just going to leave it at the default settings. Yeah, I mean it's in a pretty prominent place. So, I mean, okay. It's, so yeah, it's not like hidden from you, but figure it out. That's good. Let's yeah. see. So I said it's in a prominent place, and now I can't remember where it's at. <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> Update moved it. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> it may have. No, it's it's like uh, it's over here on the right somehow. But you change it. Ah, oh, here it is. Yeah, you just click on the little battery, and then it, and then it pops up. And okay, it's just got like a dial yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, a little slider there. Yeah, that's nice. Uh. Uh, that's actually the performance overlay, which right. which means it shows you on the top left. It shows you your uh, uh, your FPS and your different oh, performance. Yeah, that's metrics. right. It uses yeah. the Mango HUD. Um, yeah, uh, application. That's yes. really nice. I love that. that. That I use that all the time. Yes, it does. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the boring stuff out of the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I but, thought it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Steam Deck as a handheld. So what do you want to hear about first? As a desktop or as a handheld? <sighs> do it as a, as a handheld because I, okay. I want to know what that is first. I want to kind of get my baseline down. And then I want to know what it is like a like a you know desktop replacement kind of. So as, <laughs> as a handheld, so anything that is Steam Deck verified um, is going to run great. It's it's gonna right. be it's gonna be just like you're using a switch type device, like like these games were designed for this device. That is your right. ecosystem. So like if you were to buy 
any handheld gaming system or any gaming system in general, any console that exists, mm-hmm. typically you're bound to their ecosystem. Like there was a time period where you could not get a Square Enix game on an Xbox. You know what I mean? Like right. there was yep. there was a time period where you had to pick a side, and yep. if you're or have both, if you're right, rich. or you got to have both. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> This device, if you kind of imagine it in that way, then anything that is Steam Deck verified, which is a pretty decent, as far as something that just got released, it's a huge right. catalog of games. Um, yeah. But like those games will work with without any hiccup. They they you you will you will see perfect performance. Right. Um, and you can just they're prominently displayed in the uh, in the Steam um, application. Steam is smart enough to know that you're on a Steam Deck, um, and okay. so it, it makes those games prominent. And they have like a little green checkbox saying that they're they're the ones you could go for, right? Um, gotcha. And it's a pretty wide library. Um, one that I've been playing, and this is what I've gotten the most fun out of using the Steam Deck for. And this was actually re- uh, recommended by a uh, by a, a listener a while back. Whenever I was talking about. Uh, I forget what game I was talking about. I was talking about uh, the zombie. Uh, oh yeah, like uh, the, love letter to '90s horror game. I can't remember what it was called, yep. but someone yep. said I should try out this game, Blue Fire, and so I, I I installed that on the Steam Deck, and it's the perfect Steam Deck game. It's Steam Deck it's verified. verified yeah, oh, that's nice. And yeah. it's a perfect controller game. That's another thing too is you want to consider that right. you got to play a game that's like good for a controller, and not every game is. Um, yeah. This game has like a real like Zelda. I forget which Zelda it is that oh, has that yeah, 3D yeah, yeah. style. That's, I, now I remember the game because I checked it out after he mentioned it. Like, I'm trying to play this by looking at it through. Yeah, I can see it. That's, camera. That's, yeah, it's got that cell shaded, you know, yeah. graphics and um, platformer kind of 3D yeah. platformer. But it's 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 really great on here. It runs it runs really smoothly. It's a game that feels really good playing with a controller. It has this mechanism of like you can. You can jump, but then like, like kind of dart yourself by hitting the trigger button, and so okay, it's like a platformer that's like all about using that mechanic, you know, like using that like darting mechanic. Oh, so that's literally that's like Wind Waker with mm-hmm. the stupid GameCube. Wind, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The GameCube controllers, you you press them in, and then you press them a little further, and they click, and and like yeah, that that was a pain in the neck to emulate. <laughs> it was like impossible. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so as far as that's concerned, it's great. And, uh, you know, but where I think the steam deck really shines for me and why I think this is like a product that like was like designed like specifically for me and like people like me is that outside of the verified games, if you're already a Linux gamer and you're already like hacking things to work with proton, then those games will also work for your Steam Deck. You just, you, it just requires exactly what you would do on the desktop. So, uh, take Elder Scrolls Online for example. That's one that is not verified. It's, it's not recommended for the Steam Deck. Um, it has, it has no verification checkbox whatsoever. They don't say that it can't. They don't say that it doesn't work, but they're, they, right. they, they don't say that it does. Um, whenever you play that game on any Linux desktop, you have to install it and using Proton, and then you have to give Proton a special command so that whenever the installation is installing, it can see your whole hard drive. Um, So you're going to run into the exact same problems on the Steam Deck. 
And the way you get around that is um, there is an on-screen touchpad. This kind of dives into the problems with the desktop version. Um, you can switch to desktop mode even on the handheld. And you get a okay. you get a full KDE desktop. It's just on your little 720 screen. And it has touch screen, but obviously KDE is not like optimized for touch. So it's yeah, really no. hard to navigate. Um, you have this like uh, trackpad on the right side and that is like, you know, you can use that just like a mouse. Um, right. And so it's a little bit easy to navigate using that. It's way easier to use that than it is your finger. Um, but the on-screen keyboard that's built into SteamOS is terrible. Like it's just <laughs> god awful. <laughs> and they they recently did an update that made it better because I know that the first day I had the Steam Deck, it was unusable. Wow. They've put in an update that makes it better, um, but it's still Well, at least that's all software. At least they can yeah. fix that. That's not something that's always going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Unless the touchscreen uh, touch is crappy, and then there's another yeah. problem. No, no, it's not <laughs> like that. It's um, it's just the touchscreen is hard to use just because the KDE desktop is is just a yeah, no, literal no, KDE right. desktop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the on-screen keyboard is bad just because it's hard to get it to come up when it's supposed to. Okay, I got um, you. Whenever it does come up, it's like this thing where like. It, it the, the keyboard comes up and there's like one half of the QWERTY keyboard is controlled oh, by yep, this yep, touchscreen yep. and the other half is by this one. Have you seen that yep. before? Well, um, I, I've seen that on Android. Android, you can do that. You can split it in mm, half and kind of use half and half. Yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it works, and it, it is usable. But if you're if you're having to do a lot of changes, like I know that installing Final Fantasy fourteen, that's another game that like can. Actually, there's a caveat. Final Fantasy 14. This actually should be in the notes, but recently they've changed. They did an update to the game that has broke it for Linux players. So oh, sorry, man. guys. Um, and that was one of the like you it know always freaking happens. That was like one of the golden childs too. Like Final Fantasy 14 has worked great on Linux for for a long time, and then they just broke it recently, um, earlier this month. So, uh, but that's an example of a game that when it did work, you had to make a lot of changes to config mm-hmm. files in order to get the game to run on Linux. Um, right. You would have to make those same changes to the version of the game on your Steam Deck. And what I've found is um, I use a, a USB-C um, uh, like dongle that has an HDMI mm-hmm. out and then USB. And right, right. I'll plug in mouse and keyboard to that and then run it to a monitor. And, and basically, I'll, I'll use that to make whatever changes I would need to make. But literally, any game that will run on Linux will run on the Steam Deck, even non-Steam games. Um, mm-hmm. So Albion Online, uh, I can play that on the Steam Deck, even though it's not in Steam. Actually, Albion right. Online is in Steam. <laughs> But your your version is, is right. not from Steam, right? Right, yeah. I hate to keep giving caveats. I apologize. But <laughs> Albion Online, they do a thing where, like, if you have a Steam account, you have to use that account for the game. Right. I've been playing Albion Online before it was available on Steam. And so instead of starting a new account, I just play the non-Steam version of the game. Um, right. But That makes sense. It, they have a Linux installer. You don't even have to hack it to work on Linux. I just went to Albion Online's website in desktop mode. I downloaded their installer. I ran the installer. It installed it directly to, uh, you know, my Steam Deck. And then whenever I I launched the application, just like I would um, on my desktop, and it loads the same way. They recently right. added controller support 
just because of the of the Steam Deck. So hmm. Albion Online not only works, but is optimized to be played on the Steam Deck. So they never had controller support before. No, no. Wow. The same. Yeah, the same week I got the Steam Deck, they they introduced the controller support, and they said yeah, did, in the I article. I did see a yeah, I did yeah. see a, a little um, uh, flash on my Steam homepage about something to do with Albion having an update for the Steam Deck. I didn't read it, but. Yeah, yeah, I and did see something. You might have saw it in the show notes too because the episode that we were going to record when I got sick, right. I had it in the show notes for that episode. Um, okay. Because that was prior to it being released. That was whenever they had just said, hey, this is coming out in a few days. And then, right, right. And then it came you. out. Um, and also, Lutris. You can install Lutris on the Steam Deck. Um, right. And That's then anything nice. that'll run in, in Lutris will run. Now, you just have to keep in mind that anything outside of Steam um, is is it needs to have controller support or it's going to be really hard to play. Right. But Unless it will keyboard with it. Right. But then at that point, like, why are you even using a handheld right. device? <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, so I, I think a good I- idea for our YouTube channel would be if I made some videos on how to, on how to install some of these games because, right. Um, so I, I installed ESO. I tried to install final fantasy, but that's, I tried to final fantasy picked a terrible time to break Final Fantasy 14 for Linux for the very first time. Like it has worked for years. And Unless then, this is the reason why they did that. No. The Steam I, definitely just don't want to mention it because they don't want to. It could be, but I. All right. So here's the thing the new issue is that you have to link your Steam account to your Final Fantasy account. Oh, okay. And in order to do that, you have to load the, the, the quote unquote new launcher. Which okay. Linux users have been avoiding because you what you used to do was install Final Fantasy fourteen and then you would open mm. a config file and you would change the launcher so that it launches the old oh. the old launcher instead but of the they're new getting launcher. rid of the old launcher right now you have so. to use the new launcher oh, and so, there yeah. are people on Proton DB that have like explained how they got it to work but I've tried all of the, I can't get it to work um, right. and most of the comments the are new people launcher, saying they saying. couldn't. Yeah, the new launcher. Okay, yeah. so so some people have gotten it to work, so it's not totally impossible. What people are doing to get it to work is they're installing the Windows version of Steam in oh, Lutris, okay. and then they're that's, launching the launcher yeah. from that. That's um, a lot. Yeah. I've done that before. That's a lot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I tried Lutris, it. A lot. I tried it. I, I I went pretty far. I didn't go. I didn't go so far as to actually install the game, but I went far enough. Um, didn't that, know that it wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the comments are people like me too saying like, "Hey, I tried your instructions and they didn't work." So I don't know. I feel like we'll get there, but uh, it's going to take uh, it's going to take the community kind of getting around it and figuring it out. But the thing yeah. is, is I would think that if they were they they made the change so that you're linking your Square account to your Steam account, and that seems like something they might do because they know people are getting these Steam decks. But then uh-huh. at the same time. They they would have noticed that they just broke it for everybody's Steam Deck. You know what I mean? So right. I don't I don't actually think they're making any changes. I don't think it was cognizant of the uh, the Steam Deck at all. I think they were just planning to make this change. Coincidentally. Yeah, that could that could definitely be because Steam Deck. I mean, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, Steam Deck is like a drop in the bucket right now at this point. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, um, Steam of things. Yeah. So you could still. This gets kind of brings us to 
the aspect of the Steam Deck that I have only tested once, and I tested it just before we went on the air, just so I could say that I tested it. So it <laughs> it, it needs more testing from me. Um, but you can do the remote play where you stream a game okay. from your desktop to the tablet, um, to the deck, and right. that would be a decent way to play Final Fantasy because. I'm not going to be playing Final Fantasy on the go anyway because it requires an internet connection. So I would be fine just streaming that to another room in my house um, if that works. I could live with that. Right now, I can't even get it to play on my Linux desktop, though. That's why I I would have to have Mm. a Windows. I would have to have a Windows desktop just to do that. I didn't. I just that just that just dawned on me. Um, But I tried. I tried to stream a game uh, just before the show. It was the. Wrath of the the Righteous um, okay. Pathfinder Pathfinder game. Oh, Pathfinder! Right, right, right. Yeah, which I was I I emailed I emailed Owlcat asking if they were going to make a because you know Pathfinder the first game has a has a, a native Linux version, and right. then the new game doesn't. And so right. I was I was wondering if they were ever going to release, um, but I think that the non Linux version of Wrath of the Righteous running on Proton runs better than the Linux version of Pathfinder. <laughs> Yet again, that's, yeah. that seems to be the theme of this whole Proton thing. I, I think that companies are, I think companies that used to be conscious of making a Linux version of their game are now just targeting Proton. And I, I've come to terms cool. with that. I'm fine with that. I'm totally I mean, okay I, with that. I, I feel, I feel like that the, the Linux games that are not built from the ground up Linux that are just ported mm-hmm. are, are ported so poorly that you can get Proton yeah. to work way better than them that's that is the whole thing i think that's been going on for years with linux games is they're not really linux games they're linux ports yeah so it's just not the same it's just not the same there was even some that literally ran wine and stuff like yeah like you just got a launcher that made you feel like you launched it on linux right yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah, I think that I don't know for sure because I never responded to my email, but I, I, I feel like they're one of those companies that they, they're just targeting Proton. And I think that's OK. Yeah, um, I think that's just fine. But the streaming feature didn't it, it didn't work. The game, mm-hmm. the game would load. And the funny thing was, is like using the controls on the Steam Deck w- would control the 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 application on my desktop. I could move right. my characters, but on the screen on the Steam Deck, they were just sitting still. They weren't actually moving. Oh. So, yeah, there's a little work. You know, I've I've found that that streaming from Linux to Linux is is actually harder and They're, more problematic yeah. than streaming from Windows to Linux. I yeah. think they optimize for that because they know that's what people are going to want the streaming for. I mean, for the most part, I yeah. should say. Yeah, no, I, I did that. I've done that before where I had a Windows PC in the house that would play games that I couldn't play on the Linux PC, so I would stream yep. them from one to the other. Yeah, no, definitely. I've always thought it would be neat if you just had a Windows gaming PC that you just built and put in a closet like a server. And then that's... Yeah, and then you use another PC in your house to actually trick yourself into believing you're playing all these Windows games on Linux. Um Hey, and if you do some uh, internet wizardry, you can do it anywhere. It'd be like, yeah. it'd be like having yeah. Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that actually is one of our news items. So uh, 
ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so uh, Microsoft has made a special version of Microsoft Edge um, just Ooh. for the Steam Deck. Um, you can actually wow. get it in a flat pack. I don't know if that's the only way you can get it, but I know that it is available in a flat pack. Um, and the reason why they've done this is because is in a is in an effort to um, get the Xbox Cloud Gaming um, to work Whoa. on the Steam Deck. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> that's like I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't either that's, until I read this crazy. article. I didn't I didn't think about it either. That's another thing I, I want to test. I was just about to say, like, wow, Microsoft really does heart Linux. And then you said that, and I'm like, oh, they just heart themselves. <laughs> no, it, it really is a new world, man. Uh, there, There's... Now, the old Microsoft, yeah, they wouldn't have even done that. No, they would have They would have done the opposite, yeah. Um, they would have done a Windows deck and... <laughs> Wind deck. <laughs> um don't get confused with Windex. <laughs> yeah, the Windex. Um, yeah, so this is going to be... Uh, but here's my thing about this, though, is like when I read this article, I was like, oh, that's really neat. And I didn't think about trying a streaming service on right. on the deck, which is something I'm definitely going to try after the show. Because, yeah. um, you know, I still have the Amazon service. We're about to cancel it because, oh, like, yeah. everybody in my house is kind of tired of it now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I just nice wanted... The thing about streaming services is you can cancel <laughs> Right. <them. laughs> we can cancel it. I really just wanted the controller. That's the only reason why I did it. Um, but the... the uh, I don't see why you need a special version of Edge. Like, if you can do it in in a in a Firefox browser on Arch, then why can't you do it on the Steam Deck? Like I, I don't see I don't what the difference know. is. I wonder if you can if you can download the flat pack to any Linux. Maybe it's not maybe it's not Linux. Oh, you know what it is? I bet you it's the controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's, it's optimized it's for the controls. Optimized controller. for the controls. Yeah. It has to be, because what else oh, I couldn't it wouldn't be anything else. It wouldn't be meh. There wouldn't be any other reason. Yeah. Sarkle's pretty I'm short. Curious. Um, I'm curious to see if uh if they actually have it where I can just look it up. Oh, okay. I think you're actually, I think you're absolutely right. So this is, so I'm reading an article by the verge. I, I had linked a couple articles in the show notes, but in this, in this article by the verge, the second to last paragraph, the Linux version of Microsoft's edge now includes support for the steam deck controls and uh-huh. is available from the discover software center part of steam OS. Interesting. Okay. Oh, that's right. Because Steam Steam OS is basically now just using um, flat packs. They don't they don't use any native because it's all it's all. Um, oh yeah, an they, and the OS is an image. Yeah, that you and, can't add to. Right, and my understanding right. is that whenever a new version of Steam OS comes out and you automatically install it, basically anything outside your home directory is lost. Um, right. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like it's just like an Android phone where basically it downloads a whole image and then it swaps those images out. Yeah. And instead of deleting it or whatever, I don't know about the Steam Deck's case, but in Android's case, it, instead of deleting it, it just swaps them out with two separate boot um, partitions. Yeah. Now that sounds right. That sounds exactly right. Hmm. Um. Well, yeah. So I tried. Um, games I've played on it so far, I just, uh, blue fire again is probably 
uh, the best game for the Steam Deck that I've found so far. I wanted to talk about this game, Tacoma, and so I installed it on the Steam Deck basically just because I wanted to. I wanted to talk about it now on the Steam Deck because of the show. Um, I have uh, I have Tacoma running, Blue Fire, and Elder Scrolls Online all. <laughs> <laughs> What's hey, the background? If it catches on fire, it'll be on camera. We'll get that. We'll, get a new one. We'll get that that <laughs> fan noise right here on the. Um, this is a really good game, though. Um, if you'll if you'll uh, bear with me just for a moment, just to describe the game itself, not just specific to the Steam Deck. Did, have you ever heard of this game, Tacoma? I have not. So it's I think by, you mentioned it, but otherwise I haven't. I, should say. I, I don't know that I've mentioned it on the show, though. I think I might have mentioned it to you. Maybe. I hope I'm not talking about something I've already talked about for, before on the show, but it's um, – now that you're saying that, I think I might have. But it's it's a game that is played through um, – so you end up on a space station. I, I'm, like, remembering myself say this now. So you, you're on a space station, and the crew is missing, and – the whole game is played out by um, there, there's like a the ship computer. It has like right. recorded all the motions and all the movements of all the crew. And um, so here it is running on the on the Steam Deck. Yeah, it, I'm not remembering this now. So I, okay, I don't think I mentioned it. Um, so like that looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like floating around on a on a space station right now. You know what I need to do to set up for the podcast is I can use this as like my demo computer. If I set up like another screen, yep. like a, I'll, I'll get like a HDMI capture yeah, out of it or something. Um, so good. you're, uh, you end up on the space station. All the people, all the crew is missing, but the ship's computer has recorded all the interactions of the crew. And it's not just recorded like the audio or video of it. It's like three dimensional. So like whenever you okay. enter a room, it's like everything is paused, like time is paused, and you see all these like little like silhouettes of the of where the crew was standing at the moment the computer started recording. Right. And then the game is like a game of puzzles. There's no combat. Okay. You're just so solving like puzzles. Portal? It's kinda like portal, but there's not even a portal gun. It's it's like Right, the, right, no, no, right. But yeah. the concept is like yeah. is like portal. It reminds me of there was a game called Mist. Um, I don't know if you ever played Mist, but it was like a game where you were solving puzzles out on this island. Um, this kind of reminds me of that, where it's like you're just exploring the space station, and the goal of the game is to find out what happened to the crew and to just get further along and further into like all the areas of the space station. But the way you do that is by replaying this footage of the crew. And so, if you like, just an example, like uh, if you're trying to get like a, you're trying to find like a key that might be in a locker, and then you you watch okay. you you play through a video of the people in the locker room, and then you see the the numbers that the person punched on his locker, you know, during his conversation or whatever, and then that like gives you okay, so those numbers are the combination to this lock, and so you you do that to get into it. It's those kinds of puzzles, or like you're listening to a conversation and someone mentions something that's a clue to something else. But you're also right. picking up the story of what happened to the people as you're as you're playing through all this. Um, it's a really interesting game. It's really unique in the way it's delivered, and it's it's really cool because it's a good. I, I play a lot of games like at night, like I'm kind of unwinding mm-hmm. from the day, and it's it's a really relaxing right. game. Like it's not like you know, it's not like intense. Like I'm not like like it's not like a real twitchy game where I'm like you know waiting for something <laughs> to jump out around the corner. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's just really cool, kind of learning the story of what happened to these people. Um, and, uh, they have another game called, uh, it's called like coming home 
or Going Home or something like that. Yeah, okay, okay. I've heard of that one. Uh, Gone Home is what it's called, and it's... Right, right. I right, haven't right. played it yet. It came with... I bought like a bundle for 15 bucks. You can get both, uh, or actually, it looks like the price went up. I bought it on sale. Um, now you can get both for $31. Wow. Mm. Um, but Gone Home looks like it's a similar type game, but you're walking around a house looking at different clues and finding out what happened to these people in this house just as you as you go through it. Um, but that is another game. It's a it has a it has a Linux version of the game. So therefore it is one of the uh, you know, one of the Steam Deck like verified. It's it, it'll work automatically. I tested it out uh, just now and it, it runs great on the Steam Deck. Um, so cool. it's a good title. Good title for the Steam Deck if you're getting one. Steam Deck as a desktop. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about this. So, or maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to disappoint you. So, I actually, it actually crossed my mind that I could possibly just use the Steam Deck as a desktop. I actually right. even suggested to you, why don't we stream this episode from the Steam Deck? We should still try that sometime. I was about to mention that before. We definitely need to try it. <laughs> we just, need to try just it. For, just for kicks, at least. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's not... It is It is not terrible, but it's not the promise that uh, mm. that I, I hoped it to be. I won't even say Valve ever promised it could be, but I, I had hoped. True. It was just like, this is a game console. It yeah. also has a desktop. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was Leo that said on Mintcast that like it this this literally could just be a $500 gaming PC, you know? Um, right. Or it's not even $500, but it's like a $400 gaming PC. But the 720 is what is doing the work here. Like the fact that it's on 720p on yep. the handheld, that's what's doing all the work. That's doing the heavy lifting because whenever you try to play a game in, in 1080 in desktop mode, it's it runs really bad. Right. It runs really yep. bad. You would have to drop the graphics and stuff like really low. I haven't tried that at all. By the by, the way, every game I've been playing on the Steam Deck have been has been the same settings I would play on my desktop. I haven't changed. Oh anything. wow, that's impressive. And I, I don't know. I don't know if the Steam Deck is doing anything. Maybe the Steam Deck like has automatic setting changes, but I can't imagine. And I don't and, think so. Yeah, I can't unless Im- maybe that slider does something. Yeah, but the slider but see my thing is is like my settings for like Elder Scrolls Online is saved to my Steam account, I'm pretty sure. Right. So and you it, can't really Yeah, and, and Elder Scrolls has made no agreement with Valve. They've no, no right. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't see how Valve could change those settings. Yeah, I don't I don't see that either. Um but I know that I so that Elder Scrolls was the one I tried. So I I put it in desktop mode. I installed Elder Scrolls. I got it to work on Proton. I tried it on the handheld device itself. It ran great. I had to set what uh, what uh, controller layout, which I just said like an Xbox controller or something. Right. Yep. Um, and then whenever I put it in desktop mode and I tried the exact same game, exact same settings, only thing has changed is the resolution and it ran terribly. Um, I set the resolution to a 720 resolution just to see how different right. it would be, and it ran perfectly smooth. It ran fine, even on my full 1080 monitor. It just looked really pixelated because it's stretching this, it's stretching the 720 right. image out to 1080, wow. um, and and it ran fine, but it just looked terrible. Um, and so this is this is the dilemma you have: is as a desktop right. PC, the graphics card is just it's just not capable. Um, 
of of running full, you know, full size Windows windowed games. Now everything else was fine. I mean, right. using the web browser, using it as a desktop PC, perfectly fine. I actually think we probably could stream from it because we're not really like using a graphics card. No, you know, like I I actually think everything except for gaming works exactly the same as my desktop. But it's right. just it's just running those games full screen. That's that's really that is really spot. what is doing the legwork is the fact that all these are in 720. That that's yeah. really what is doing all the work. And I don't think that's a bad thing with the size mm. of the screen. The size mm. of the screen makes the whole the whole world a difference. Mm-hmm. Because if they if they did a 15 inch screen, and not that they would, but I mean, saying if they did, it would look twice as worse because it's mm-hmm. twice as big so i, I mean i'm not a <laughs> i'm, not, I'm yeah. not a designer or anything but i would assume that's how it would be yeah you got i'm no mathematician yeah yeah mathematician yeah <laughs> so but whatever anyway <laughs> <laughs> no you're you're absolutely i mean that's you're absolutely right that's i mean that's what it is that's the trick that's that's the smoke and mirrors is the fact that it's on this it's on so in this other words screen. keep it at 720 Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i mean desktop stuff i think the fact that it can go to desktop mode gives you so much more compatibility when it comes to installing non-steam approved games um but that's what it's useful for it's not actually useful for being a gaming desktop right and uh yeah i don't know i mean maybe maybe if i tried something less graphics intensive than elder scrolls which elder scrolls is an older game it's not like a, a brand new game but like that uh that blue fire game right it, it might actually run better than what elder scrolls did because but it is a 3d it is a 3d game though mm-hmm. um i think if you were doing like a undertale or like uh some of the rpgs they're still like classic rpg looking right they, they might be fine yeah <laughs> runescape for sure yeah um but yeah, otherwise, I don't think I don't think it, you're going to be able to run it full screen. Is the problem? Um, I've already mentioned the on screen. I've already mentioned most of the stuff I had in my my notes for the Steam Deck uh, desktop version. But um, yeah, did you did you have any anything I should test or any any uh anything you can think oh, of? Man, you hit you hit pretty much everything I I really wanted to know about. To be honest, I mean, yeah, I, it it sounds it sounds like i would like one yeah like if i were to get one yeah because they're like i've always kind of wanted the switch but the reason why i never bought the switch is because the only game that i can't mm-hmm. really get it that i would want would be um uh the newest zelda game yeah which i can't remember the name breath of the but, wild um, is breath of the wild yeah, the newest one? wild yeah. yeah that's the only game i'd want i'm like i'm not gonna pay whatever it is to get a uh switch to to play that game but yeah this you can play almost any game, and like you showed, there are many games like Breath of the Wild out there yeah. that I could get with it. So I mean, I mean, I don't have the money now, but uh, in, eventually, and <laughs> if supply comes back, I would, I would definitely consider getting one. After hearing this, I kind of didn't really um, watch reviews a, a lot. I kind of followed Linus Tech Tips a little bit, but I didn't really go in depth in watching reviews about it because I wanted to see what your experience was first. Because I know you're going to be like true about it and not you know yeah well i i I, it's exactly what i was hoping it would be it's exactly what i expected it to be um but i think what's going to hurt the steam deck is that 
I, I don't know that everybody had the same expectations I did. So, and that's why, right. and, yeah. and that's why I said earlier, like this was this was the device that I feel like was like literally designed for me and people like me. I think if you're already a Linux gamer and you're you're already the type of person that you go beyond the normal installation, you you you, you work on getting things to work on Proton and right. under Lutris and that sort of thing. Then I then I think this is a really cool device because. Basically, all the work you've already put in there is gonna you're gonna benefit from that in this handheld device. Yep. Um, but if this yep. is like your first introduction to Linux gaming, um, and you thought you could just buy this and play anything in your Steam library, um, right? Then you're gonna be super disappointed, you know. And and so yeah. that's kind of my like that's like my like uneasiness of it because I want to mm. see that I want to see it be successful. Um, I think it. I think I think the Steam Deck doing good is is only good for Linux gamers. I mean, I, I think we have to be right. rooting for this thing. Definitely, um, and it yeah. makes me kind of un, uneasy. Kind of even even the kind of uh, hiccups and um, and pain points that I had using it, like the on screen keyboard being terrible, um, just not not being able to run things in desktop mode. Yeah, a lot of stuff that shouldn't be a problem at launch with a system like this. Yeah, were problems. Not not a lot of things, but a lot of a lot yeah. of little things. I should say. I just I worry about the like greater public perception, and yeah. I also got to say I've not been watching reviews of the Steam Deck on YouTube other than Linux. As a matter of fact, whenever I looked up my review, I looked up Steam Deck Linux review um, because I yeah. wanted to see what other Linux users were saying about it. Um, and so I don't know, maybe the public, maybe I'm, maybe the, I got nothing to worry about and the public perception from Linus and from everybody else is like super, you know, super hyped and super happy about it. But I just have a feeling that if you're not already a Linux gamer, I just, I, I, I would be worried that you would be running into, uh, you would be bumping into some things. Yeah. I mean, for, for a non Linux gamer and just a handheld console Everyone, gamer, this is Nick. um, I don't think they're going to be running into the whole desktop scenario. You know, anything, yeah. any issue with the desktop, I would assume that they're just not going to even see because they're not going to try that. They're just going to go for the, the gaming stuff. So whatever problems you had with the Steam Deck UI part of it is what they're going to be seeing, like the game compatibility for one. And I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would hope that someone that bought a Steam Deck would realize that, Oh, I need to do a little research into this before I just buy it and hope all my games work. But yeah. I don't know that people do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's it's in Steam now. Even if you're in the non-Steam Deck Steam, actually, right. I want to I want to make sure this is true before I say it. If I open Steam right now and I look at a game, uh, I'm looking at the store. I'm just clicking on a random game. Um, does it say? It actually doesn't. I don't see it anywhere. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. I I see it on the Steam Deck, but I'm just clicking on. I just clicked on some. This game's called Project Meta. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> it's an early access game. Uh, it's VR only, apparently. Um, and uh, nowhere on here does it say that it would be Steam Deck verified or not. Let me click on. Right, right. Let me click on a different game. Maybe there's. I click on something more popular, maybe it will. Um, hmm. Because I would, I would think that if you were about to buy this, you should look at your library and see 
if it's Steam yeah. Deck verified. Um, all right, so now I'm looking at uh, Vermintide, Warhammer Vermintide, which is a very popular game, um, and I don't see it. If it's on here, it's it's not like prominent. Um, hmm. Wow. But if you were looking at this game on the Steam Deck, it would be prominent. It would be like right there on the icon, um, really and large. They haven't updated the Steam UI for the desktop yet. Yeah, I and think maybe even Windows has it. Maybe Windows has this already, and Linux just hasn't got the update yet. I don't know because I've seen some stuff on that Windows has that Linux doesn't have. Not that yeah, it, I don't. Maybe it doesn't have it at all. Maybe they just exclude it from the Linux version. But I've seen a couple things here and there where it's just not. It's not exactly the same. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what the Steam Deck Steam Deck does not have, and this is our, our last news item. Uh, <laughs> Destiny Two. Um, it's not allowed on the Steam Deck. Budgie even uh, went so far as to saying that you could get banned for trying to get it to run on the Steam Deck. Um, let's see. I have a link in the show notes to Budgie's actual help page. And under Steam Deck and Destiny 2, Destiny 2 is not supported for play on the Steam Deck or on any system utilizing Steam Play's Proton unless Windows is installed and running. Play and then why the hell would you be running Proton on Windows? Um, <laughs> Maybe they don't even understand what this is yet. Yeah, uh, players who attempt to launch Steam Destiny Two on the Steam Deck through Steam OS or Proton will be unable to enter the game and will be returned to their game library after a short time. Um, players who are not able or who are not accessing Destiny 2 through Windows and attempt to bypass the SteamOS Proton incompatibility inca- in will be met with a game ban. Wow. Hmm. Harsh. I feel, I feel like in their offices, they're like putting up signs that, that have like Proton on one end yeah. and then equals and then like this hacker guy <laughs> with the you know, hood and all that. And yeah. it's like... Yeah, <laughs> no, they they got pictures of Gabe Newell and Linus Torvald, yeah. and they just throw darts at them. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this like no, I thought. See, I thought they had. I thought Destiny Two had a Linux version, like an actual I've, Linux version. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I know that I've I, played I, Destiny Two. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I uh, I always thought they had a Linux version. I'm about to look this up. I've played Destiny Two on Linux before, so Budgie, come after me. Come after me, Budgie. Um, I played it on, uh, but I played it on Stadia. I played uh, Stadia in my browser oh, on that's Linux. What, that's what they were yeah. talking about. That's where I heard it. They said that it has to be a Linux native because it runs on Stadia. Yeah, Stadia Stadia uses Linux for its uh, for its gaming server farm or whatever. Unless they lied. <laughs> yeah, really. Which they can do because they're freaking Google. <laughs> oh come on! Oh man, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be evil. Come on, it's the rule number evil. one. Don't be evil. Whoever said evil. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I just looked up Destiny Two Linux just to see if I could see anything. There's a Proton DB article on it. Uh, oh, and, okay. uh, but it's borked. <laughs> oh yeah, like, they just put that up there so people don't do it so they don't get banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you read through the comments here, it's like Shh, it really works. Uh, no, I, I I played it on Stadia. Is the only time I've ever played it. That's the only time I've ever played any of the, any of the Destiny games. Um, right. And it was mostly just because I wanted to try out Stadia for the podcast. And uh, I remember it was it was all right. I, I didn't hate it. 
it, I don't really like those like hub style, like they're like almost an MMO, but not really like kind of thing. Like, Oh, so this isn't a new thing. This is, this has been from, okay. So I'm reading an article on steam, um, their news are not their, their forum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's from 2020, April tw- 23rd, 2020. And it, and, and a moderator said to the, one of the guys asking about this for destiny two on Linux. And it says at, at this time, destiny two only works with windows using an emulator or none or, or non windows setup. will to get it to work may see your account banned. So I guess like, <sighs> I don't know. I obviously don't like this. I could play devil's advocate. I could, the, the only, the only devil devil's advocate, somewhat justifiable. Like if I'm really stretching here to find some justification is that they're worried that if you, if they allow their games to be, if they, if they allow this to be circumvented, right. um, then they would have to allow for certain, like, uh, they would have to allow for certain compatibility layers or mm-hmm. you, you actually, mm-hmm. I'm still in this from you. You mentioned this a little bit before the, before we started recording. Um, they're, they're probably worried that if they allow that, they won't be able to detect to detect if someone is using a similar mechanism to actually like an cheat per se. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, that has to, I mean, in all honesty, that's the only thing I can, that's see. the only thing. Yeah. Otherwise, like it's just vindictive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like steam deck. <laughs> We're going to stop you and your tracks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just can't, I can't imagine that they would just be like that cartoonishly. Like, no, I know. Exactly. It's like, no, follow the money trail and we'll somehow figure this out. <laughs> um, hmm. Cause like, I remember, I I think I told this story before, but one time I was doing something in World of Warcraft that that wasn't malicious. Um, but I was using something that was, yeah, that was like spoofing my (laughs) network traffic. Um, and it was just like an automatic, like they didn't want to hear my reason for using this. They didn't want, there was no, like, it was just like, no, that you're out. <laughs> and you're out, buddy. If you in their office, then it equals the hacker guy. <laughs> and they said, this guy yeah. is no longer allowed. Yeah. And I was just trying to, I guess it actually probably was against terms of service, but I was just trying to avoid the long queue lines. Grinds. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It was the long queue line thing. Like, like, uh, it was whenever one of the expansions first came out and you would have to wait forever to log in. And mm-hmm. so I basically had it set up so that I could log in from home and then wait on the queue while I was still work or I could log in from work and then wait on the queue while I was still working. And then when my mm-hmm. character actually logged in, I had to like make it appear that I was an actual person playing the game. And Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll get you banned. Yeah. And whenever, <laughs> whenever they saw that is whenever I, I got banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Capture pops up. <laughs> yeah. Program. Know what to do. <laughs> but, but like, I don't know. Like the, Everybody, they they could just. It would be different if they just said, "Hey, EAC doesn't work, and we don't know when we're going to get around yeah. to fixing it to work." Put a big old question mark on it, like, eh, "Yeah, we'll, we'll get to this eventually, but we don't know when." You know, no, it's just ban. <laughs> yeah, that's so wild. Eh, like okay, so if the Steam Deck does succeed, and yeah. and um, Steam Deck Two comes out, and that really goes off, they'll change their mind. 
Destiny yeah. 3, whatever's out at that point. They'll change their mind because they, they don't want to lose the revenue, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I hope that the Steam Deck is successful. I think it I think it only makes things better for, for everybody on Linux games. Oh yeah, forget the if part. I see I mean when the Steam Deck is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I have one more game that I wanted to talk about and it comes from uh it's a follow up from last uh the last episode. Um and then I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about before we before we get out of here. Um but you remember last episode I talked about the the next fest. Um, yeah, right. That was yep. like a, a weekend festival. I tried a few games, but none of them were really noteworthy except for one. Like the games I, I tried, everything installed and ran on Linux. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the same weekend that I had just I, that I was I had gotten the controller, the Amazon Luna controller. Right, right. Um, or no, I hadn't just gotten it, but f- but for whatever reason, I was just I was playing with it a lot that weekend. But um, a lot of the games that I installed from the Next Fest worked, but they didn't work with the controller, so I didn't spend a lot of time mm-hmm. in them. But there was one game that I, I really thought stood out to me as being a, a, a really creative game. Um, I I really hope that it, it is successful when it releases. Um, I'm definitely going to pick it up, and it was really up my alley in a big way but it's called winter ember um it kind of seems like it should be winter's ember but it's it's just winter ember um it's by sky machine studios and it is a like sneaking mission like stealth game oh okay um so it's you know like splinter cell or metal gear solid it really feels like early like the like the first metal metal gear solid game um, but it's isometric, so it's not like, uh, it's not like where you can follow third person, you know, solid snake moving through this mm-hmm. world. It's, it's isometric and it's fantasy. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. like future sci-fi, uh, espionage. It's, it's, you're like a rogue like character and you are like, like sort of like a, a, an assassin. Like, um, uh, there was a book series I read one time. Uh, but I can't remember the name, so scratch that. Um, you, you're like, you know, you, you sneak in in the night and assassinate some like, you know, king or prince or something and then sneak back out. Right. It's, it's, it's those, it's that type of thing. Um, and, uh, it, the, the way the game works is you have all the mechanisms of like crouching and hiding and, um, you know, hiding in the shadows. Um, you can see your line of sight is based on the, the character's line of sight. So there's kind of like oh. a fog of war type thing. So like um, if you think of games that have fog of war, usually like your map is black um, and you can't, you can't see beyond that until you've explored it one right. time and then you can see it. Yep. This kind of uses a mechanism like that, but you basically your fog of war is anything outside your main character's vision. So uh, okay. if you're crouching behind something, you can only see you know what the character can oh, see. Oh, okay. But then so if you like move around, yeah. So like if you move around, then you you might move enough that you see that oh there's a guard right there, and then you got to move yeah. back in that kind of thing. And it's one of those like sitting and waiting games where it's like you know a guard has like a a normal pace that he does, and then he stands yep. here and he goes oh it's cold tonight, <laughs> you know, and you're just you're you're waiting for the moment that you can sneak by him real fast, you know. It's 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 uh. <laughs> I love those those types of games. Um, recently, I played the one. 
a plague's tale. I talked about that in the last episode, yeah. I think, but it's that same type of sneaking style game. But the fact that it's isometric and fantasy is what makes it feel so different than these other games. Um, rarely is one of those types of games set in a fantasy setting. And right. rarely in fantasy games, do I like playing a rogue because, well, I don't know why it is. I've just never been a fan of the, the rogue type character. I've never played a rogue in wow. I don't usually play that type of character in um, elder scrolls, even in like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and games like that. I never play like that style character. I've, and when it comes to fantasy, I'm normally like, I want a big ass shield, a big ass sword and, and like, you <laughs> <Chop> know, <'em> <laughs> right. I want you to hit me. Um, but this, but this game was really neat. And the, the link it made where it made me feel like I was playing some sort of metal gear solid style game. It really sparked like, like what a rogue wreck really is in these types of stories. And, and, um, I, I really right. liked. I really liked that. It's, it made me interested in that type of character when I'm not normally. So, and I'm like the total opposite. I'm always a rogue. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Always like I'm always like the one in the shadows, just kind of like waiting for my opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So you would like this game, I think. Um, I played. So you could download the demo, and you had like a you had like a mission to go on, and it's pretty long. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually get to the end of it. Um, I feel like I was pretty close to the end, but I I didn't. I couldn't find there's one part where I was supposed to blow up this uh this gate and I never could figure out where I was supposed to find the like explosive or whatever I was supposed to use to blow it up and I felt like I had explored everything I could possibly explore. Right. Um but um but yeah, it's that kind of game. So I was like trying to sneak in, sneak past all these guards and stuff and then find whatever like tools and items I needed to to fulfill the mission. Um right. but yeah, it's a really cool game. It it had like a weird intro, so like um it had like an anime style kind of cartoon intro that when that started the game out and it felt super, I I hope that they blend it better whenever the final game comes out, but it felt super like jarringly different than the actual gameplay. Um, Mm, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the like cartoon either amazing or really bad. And yeah. the game looks either really good or really bad compared to See, it. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a case where, like, to me, the intro looked really bad, and then the the and, and the game looked the better. game looked really good. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm hoping that it's just it's just not the like final the Resident product. Evil cutscene. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, it's yeah. amazing. And then, oh. I dude, I I had not played Resident Evil Zero since I was a kid, and I recently I recently <laughs> played it. <laughs> Dude, that game is awful. The cutscenes yeah. are terrible <laughs> in, yeah. in that game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm rooting for Winter Ember. Uh, when it actually comes out, I'll definitely buy it. And, I'll check that one out. Yeah. Oh, it sounds pretty cool. It's uh, unfortunately they don't have the demo that was available for the next fest. It, it's not available unless maybe if the next, you know, they they do those kind of festivals all the time. Maybe whenever yeah. the next one happens, it'll be available again. But um all right spring sale should be coming up soon so yeah Unless it already happened <laughs> i could have missed it <laughs> no i don't think so i don't think so i think the last big thing was that um all right well i guess that's uh that's the end of the show unless you got something you want to add in nope i haven't been doing much gaming wise recently so cool. uh that's about it <laughs> sounds good i um I think this was I think this was a good one. Thank you for listening. This game this episode was like a little more scattered compared to our, our previous ones. Maybe that's a good thing. If you like this style, let us know in the comments. Um yeah. but uh, otherwise we'll be back to our normal thing um you know two weeks from now when we do the next episode. And uh uh anyway, we'll see you then. Thanks. Peace. See ya.